It's the war room, not the playroom. I thought it was a smart move, the way Steve Bannon, the war room host, turned himself into the FBI on charges of contempt of Congress. He showed up, the cameras were rolling wild, and he was there to state before and after his quick release on the completely bogus charge that is a misdemeanor at best. His move does a lot of good things, it engaged people who might not otherwise be paying attention, and it gave him an excuse to take the gloves off civility and do what the war room was always intended, to wage war. For many, the point of no return has already occurred, we are dealing with a criminal government built by thieves and ideological lunatics who function no different than the mob of Al Capone. I have been saying it for a while, the mobsters never went away. They got tired of running from people like Rudy Giuliani. So they embedded themselves in our government to become part of a global cabal and took possession of our legal system for all the purposes they originally intended, to make a lot of money and use the law to destroy their enemies. Who needs guns and assassins when you can direct the FBI to take out your political rivals? What happened to Steve Bannon was essentially a hit to attempt to destroy a Trump comeback in 2024. The war room is very popular and Trump hasn't gone away. So the mobsters in our government who illegally put Biden in place with massive election fraud turned to the Department of Justice to do its bidding. That's how contempt charges were leveled against Steve Bannon. I don't personally complain. I do a lot of things in my life for the good. I have an impact on hundreds if not thousands of lives every day. So I don't sweat what big tech has done to me personally. I understand how Steve Bannon feels. The hits on me come from many directions. His hit is different because he's a high-profile target directly linked to President Trump. So they went with this method. When it comes to me, I am so shadow-banned on the internet that every IP address I touch is pretty much shut off to the outside world. There are very few people like me out there who have written as much as I have, but so little gets out. Try typing in my website of Gunfighter Guide. Shop into a search engine, and you'll find that it does not give you a direct link. That's because search engines have erased it through algorithms and other means. But I continue doing my bit of work because I have a lot of subscribers who take the information directly and pass it along in ways that all these tech terrorists can't stop, or they have a hard time doing it. What Bannon did was nothing about law and order, this is war with these radical Democrats and ultra-left progressives. They mean to destroy us all, I've seen it up close. If they can't scare you into submission with physical violence, they'll try something else, like shadow banning or arrests by the FBI. They have no intention to coexist with conservatives. They mean to destroy us or nothing else. There is no middle ground for them. That is something everyone needs to understand. Anyone who speaks against them is a severe threat. The Disney-owned ABC News guy Jonathan Carl is about to release a book called Betrayal, the final act of the Trump show and the media culture is releasing little snippets of the book ahead of its release, just as they have done with other similar hit books on the Trump administration. Carl and ABC News, in general, have hated the Trump administration in very unhealthy ways and the voters who voted for him. It defies logic, yet Carl makes no hint at disguise in hating Trump, even though he is supposed to be a mainstream reporter for an important network. Obviously, Disney is okay with all of Jonathan Carl's radicalism. Still, they had a problem with Gina Carano for supporting conservative ideas to the point where they fired her from a Star Wars project. The fact is, Jonathan Carl's book is getting a lot of media attention. Yet, just a few weeks ago, Peter Navarro released his book in Trump Time, which, unlike Carl, actually worked for the White House and directly with the president. He wasn't some reporter kept at arm's length, 
He was actually in the Situation Room with the President during COVID and in the Oval Office leading up to the election. He has pretty good knowledge of what went on in the Trump White House. But from the media, no coverage at all. Not from the mainstreamers anyway, certainly not on ABC News or The View. The media, like big tech, was actively doing the work of helping this criminal government do its unaccounted for conduct against the people of the United States. All of them participating in shadow bans, abusing authority with the DOJ and FBI, the corporate media culture that is picking and choosing news for the sake of politics are all in on the scam. When Steve Bannon said before turning himself over to the FBI that the Biden regime was illegitimate, he told a truth that all these criminals know, and they are trying to shut people like him up from saying it. For instance, the evidence of that criminal conduct can be seen everywhere, even in the release of books like Jonathan Carl's. Carl was just a reporter, Navarro was a direct employee to the administration. Who was better to report the truth? The intent is obvious. I know my stuff gets out like a sperm cracking the egg of the host. It takes thousands and thousands for just that one to get through and create life to a new idea. I accept that is how this game is played. It's certainly not fair, but you don't cry about it either. Steve Bannon has a much higher profile, primarily because of his relationship with Trump, so they can't just turn him off. He's on too much media, even if it's alternative media. So like Roger Stone, they look to make a public spectacle out of him since shadow banning won't work so well as it does with a smaller outfit like mine. But Bannon made a good show of the spectacle, and many more people are aware of what's going on than they did before. If the war room audience is limited to just Trump supporters, then what Bannon managed this week by turning himself into the FBI in a spectacular way was that people outside of that circle are in on the action, which is how a movement grows. Ultimately, the way out of America's mess is to decertify Joe Biden's presidency. Small blogs like mine and big podcasts like Bannon's are the drivers of that needed narrative, and there are many more people open to it now than there were just a few months ago. A bad economy and an embarrassing performance on the world stage will do that, and the Biden people never counted on any of this. They thought all these MAGA people would be done and gone with by now. But instead, we are picking up more support. And despite all their criminal actions, political hits, and hostility toward conservatives, Biden is dying as an administration, and Trump is on the rise. They have not managed to kill us off. They have indeed harassed us, but if you aren't the crying type, there isn't much they can really do to any of us. So there is no reason to fear them. But there are a lot of reasons to eradicate them. Rich Hoffman. Click to buy the Gunfighter's Guide to Business.